Okay, I'm going to pitch a blue, load all three chambers, pitch another blue, load the pistol, induction chamber, remove three counters from all three chambers, remove a counter from the pistol, and shoot you for five. Reaction? Pitch to crown, pitch to shield. Hmm. Drew a card. This changes everything. Hmm. Pass. <laughs> I'm just going to concede now. <laughs> and leave the game. <laughs> Opponent has disconnected. <laughs> I drew one bad hand. Disconnects. <laughs> it happens. Yeah, I'm not uh, high rolling you. Disconnect. <laughs> welcome, everybody, to the reaction shit step uh where we this is sail our, a ship and react <laughs> yeah totally this is our youtube show where you get to see our top beards and our full beards and listen to our voices uh today we're going to be talking about talishar.net has been taking the community of flesh and blood by storm and as we speak the canadian spanish and United Kingdom's nationals are happening and everyone is uh, locked in battle. So good luck to all of those competitors. Dear friends, how are you? And what are your thoughts initially on Talishar.net? First, better name change from Flesh and Blood Online or not? Yeah, I think it's better. I'm a fan of changing their name just because Flesh and Blood Online sounds like it's an official website or associated with LSS. Um, and it was probably fine like that, but might as well change it. Plus, Talishar.net's kind of a little more fun too, you know. Yeah, I agree. Good vibes on the Talishar.net. It's got meme lord energy, and we, we can use more of that in the community. <laughs> Heck yeah. So uh, for those of you who don't know, Talishar.net is a browser-based way to play Flesh and Blood on the internet. Um, and it has gained quite a bit of popularity amongst the content creators of the community and the higher level players due to like its convenience in which you can pick up and jam games so it's much faster than games in person because it shortcuts some stuff for you or uh on tts and you don't have to like fiddle around with like can't see my cards please touch my cards you know uh is this working you know the stuff that happens on tts so um it has seen quite a big boom and I follow them on Twitter, and their like servers have gone down uh, from the traffic and that sort of thing. And what's really cool on Twitter is that they like just send you a laundry list of all of the stuff they've like updated and that sort of thing, which they're constantly working on, which is really cool. So um, I'm not sure where to begin in this topic. There's definitely uh, positives and negatives to talk about. Uh, with Talishar.net. But how about we start with our personal experiences? Isaac, how has your experience on Talishar.net been? 
very positive. Um, just on the the bugs note, it started out like I didn't start playing when it first started out, but maybe three weeks ago or something when I started, uh, it was quite buggy, and they are constantly addressing every bug. It's like amazing the amount of progress they've made and how smooth it is now, you know, compared to them. Um, the props to them for not only developing it, but just like continually improving it. They keep adding features that uh, people suggest. They, you know, address a lot of bugs. It's, they've really been working very hard at it. Uh, my, I've been using it, I haven't played in a few days, but probably normally I'll play like three games every other day or something. And it's, I mean, it's great for me. It's an invaluable tool. Um, just because like among my friends or my discord or my schedule or whatever, a lot of times it's like, it's hard to find a game with somebody and it's just queuing up a game, uh, whenever I happen to be free or I'm taking a little break or something is just super convenient. I will say, uh, recently, I think as it's gotten a lot bigger, the amount of players who just disconnect when they see the hero you're playing or disconnect mid game because they like got an unfortunate hand or something or just like bored with playing that matchup or whatever has gone up drastically. Like now it's much harder to actually like play out a whole game and finish it and like have some notes then it you know it used to be like really friendly and just like people having fun and playing and now it just seems to be just like i don't know people don't want to talk i mean i don't want to talk either but people like don't say hi or good game and they'll just disconnect in the middle so that's all just like i don't know just anecdotal one-off impressions but i've had a lot more of those types of experiences lately um, which probably just comes with an online client. It's just new to me. So that's probably enough of my initial ramblings. Colin, over to you. Yeah, I mean, I think it's funny that we all seem to check this out kind of around the same time. It's been around for a little bit. I believe I've looked at it several times in the past and didn't quite like the experience. I also had... a. Uh, you know, a lot of like, you know, weird issues. I think, you know, I think I've actually first tried it a couple months ago, maybe, um, cause I was curious and I didn't quite know how to do everything. And it was just like a little confusing. Um, <clears throat> if you're playing like an illusionist and someone just hits one of your spectras or auras, it's, it just kind of like ends the turn and like, it's like if, and then the log disappears <laughs> And it's like, you're like, what happened? And you have to like, kind of like investigate your board state to figure out what happened. Um, but since then, I think it's gotten really good. I think I rechecked it out when February was like kind of rebrought to my attention as like mm -hmm. a new deck building platform. Mm -hmm. And I'm actually really enjoying February and their integration with uh, Talishar is, I think, probably the highlight um, of the ecosystem, if we can call it that. Uh, because it'll keep track of your results on your deck. Um, and I think that's pretty cool to have this like data collection going on. Um, but yeah, I definitely have noticed the, 
kind of dropout rate is a little bit higher. I haven't had too bad of a time um, for the most part. You know, sometimes people jump in the lobby and then leave right away because they don't want to play you. So maybe there's just something we need to do about that that, like, just lists, you know, what the matchup is. Um, and then I think, uh, I, I believe I've read too that they want to extend the kind of competitive uh, CC uh, format on the site uh, to like be a little bit more strict in how people behave and have like ramifications to their uh, either ranking or whatever. But I think they're kind of moving towards being able to have that kind of uh, integration with the site. So I'm excited to see what happens. I definitely like that I can sit in my bed late at night and play a game on my iPad. Um, I'm not mad about that. Trying to do that with TTS is impossible for the most part. So I I enjoy the convenience and I am, you know, TBD on its effect on the larger uh, community and gameplay. But I, I think for people who want to test things, get games with like randoms that, you know, are going to catch you off guard a bit. I mean, I think even Tark was talking about this on the last episode of the podcast. So just like being able to like test into a lot of different people quickly and easily is pretty valuable, I think, for everybody right now. So pretty, you know, pretty good timing for them to just be fixing all this stuff. It's, I think it's working a lot better. I think clearly they are upping their server usages because like I think right now there's like what, 40 something. Let's see. Got 43 games active, 44 active games right now. And uh, I just played a game earlier and it was all pretty smooth. I haven't had as much lagging as uh, there was, la I think, last week or two weeks ago. It was pretty bad. I think there was just a huge influx of new players. So, uh, yeah, so far, so good. Taylor, how about you be the negative Nancy of the room and tell us how you feel? <laughs> I will do what I want. Fine. Call it. I don't know. I don't know why I'm bringing that. <laughs> whatever. Already, already, already be a positive Nancy, negative, Na whatever you, I'll just be you Nancy. <laughs> Call me Nancy now. Um, <clears throat> well, so for me, it has been a mixed bag. So, uh, I really enjoy it the most when I, I've been, I've switched my like, uh, testing for worlds with our teammates onto just talishar.net um, because we can like get in more games a lot quicker. And for me, there's a well, so it's like a good thing and a bad thing. Like, I kind of love how archaic it is, you know what I mean? Like, there's no animations, like, somebody played uh, this rounds on me against me. Uh, and I was like, oh shit, all of a sudden I have five cards in hand and I like send them a message like, and this was a rando, not a, not a teammate. And I was like, oh, there's a bug. I have five cards. And they're like, no, I played this card. I was like, oh, right. Yeah. Because like I looked away for one second and like, didn't notice the log happens and then cards just appear into your hand, you know? Um, so sometimes I get lost in the archaicness of it, but that's also the beauty of it as well because if it was this like big thing full of like trying to hit you with dopamine right it would lose like it would be a whole other thing not a thing that's in addition to 
the game we already play. So uh, sometimes I get confused on there. I'm not going to lie. Keeping track of like what's happening is like hard sometimes. And like the chat log for some reason is like, it's just not how my brain, my brain doesn't work like this. You know, I'm a like physical person in physical space with my physical cards makes it way easier. Like when somebody feels you're a real person, Taylor, and I don't know, it seems like you're, uh... I, I believe I am. So then therefore I am, you know, uh, like when somebody fuses a card, that's like really hard for me to track on, uh, Talishar, but like in person way easier just because of the physicality of it or whatever. Um, but yeah, the convenience, right, is the best part for sure. And it has been uh, a, a wonderful experience just like hopping on a Discord channel and playing someone there. So um, that's kind of been my um, experience so far, generally. I do have concerns, though, of course, but I will let you both respond to my response to my initial inquiry. We already did. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't. I don't have any more. I mean, I have. I also have concerns and thoughts on um, its existence and impacts and all of that. But I think let's you know. jump into those concerns. I want to hear it. You know, that's what I was. I was trying to draw. All up right, at. Taylor, tell tell us those concerns. What are you, what are you worried about? about? What are you so worried about? Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> the concern as, all over your face. Just, as this, it's just my mustache, dude. Uh, as this platform grows, it becomes more tainted with the stank of the internet, right? So you have like the thing that the internet does to communities of people sometimes is you can just be shitty with no repercussions. And like you guys said, you can just like disconnect from the game, et cetera, you know, like, uh, those sort of things that are jarring, which are normal in the online space, but are really jarring. Bless I'll you. I'll edit that out. <laughs> edit out my sneeze. <laughs> it's just Thank really you. jarring when our community of flesh and blood has been one of like a ton of positivity, right? And the like negative feel bad moments generally it seems have been uh rather few and far between for it seems like the majority of people and just like my initial like first day on there was just like uh people being salty in the chat people disconnecting partway through the game as i like gain momentum you know etc so those sort of things like i have no patience for like if I'm going to be in my bed on my tablet, just jamming games, if somebody's going to be like, why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? That's the, not the great play. You just high rolled me, etc." Like we just played like a 45 minute game. My like third cycle of my deck. I like, did not high roll. <laughs> but you did freeze mid sentence. Those sort of things are like getting to me, <laughs> you know? <clears throat> I think we lost yeah. you there for a second, but I think we get, I think we got your, okay. your sentiment. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't know if it's that it br brings out the troll in people or that 
it's like anonymous chats just like draw trolls or trolling behavior or you know people are just like assholes because there's no repercussions Mm -hmm. they don't have to like look you in the face and say something to you and then um you know face your retort or like read the emotion on your face and feel things you know people just like love that anonymous power with no like consequence at all for some reason it's like really bad for humans you know and i was i mean that it's not like i have that interaction very often online but as it is that type of internet thing as you pointed out uh it you know that type of situation definitely can manifest i think which uh, is uh the antithesis of the vision of the game but yeah, we'll get mm-hmm. to that in a minute. Go ahead, Colin. I was going to say, I think <clears throat> one solution there is just a liberal usage of the thumbs down report uh, on your opponent. Um, I I use that if people are just kind of like salty, if they leave the game um, without, you know, I mean, some people have been like, oh, man, I have to leave like and like they'll concede. And like, I understand that, you know, that's going to be the downside of something that you could possibly play at work or in situations that maybe you need to close <laughs> it up real quick um or you thought have you'd have more time lead not played at work no nev- never um it's not something you open up during a meeting that you know you're not going to say anything in um <laughs> but i think that that is a good you know i believe their intention is to make uh their you know have consequences for these things um you know if you are logged in and you create a game you can restrict by reputation um you can restrict to high reputations and not new players Uh, so you know there's definitely been some times where it's like the person i'm playing is doing the weirdest stuff and i'm just like is this are they do they know what they're doing or is this a weird bug going on and so you know i think the uh as it grows uh, hopefully they add more tools to that but it is the same. I mean, I had the same experience on TTS when we were, you know, all in the pandemic before webcam yeah. became like the standard. It was just sometimes you'd play against somebody that was a little not great, you know, especially if they're like, oh, I don't want to do a voice chat. And you're like, okay, great. Like, this is going to be, this is going to be fun. Um, and then, you know, they're playing on their iPad and they take like literally three hours to play a game and you're just like, I'm going to go insane. Um, but yeah, it, it definitely has that, but I don't know. Um, I have had mixed experiences. It hasn't been all bad. And for the most part, I think lately it's been a little bit better, but I don't know. Maybe it just depends what time of day you're doing it. Um, uh, but I, I do think that is going to be part of any online client, you know, mm-hmm. it's just kind of, yeah. there's no, like you said, you don't know who they are. I mean, my my username is my same username everywhere else. So they go, if they know me, they know it's me. But most people are going to be anonymous for the most part. Yeah, that's why like the uh, Pokemon online client only has like a set of reactions that you can say, right? There's no chat. Yep. I mean, especially because like kids use it and that sort of thing. But uh, yeah, that's a reason why it's uh, just like, great job, thanks for the game, are like some of the only prompts you can yeah. use, you know. I think uh, Magic Arena, 
their app like version of the game is the same thing. You have very limited choices. Uh, so I guess we can be thankful that they haven't had to implement that because there hasn't been such hateful uh, messaging <laughs> that they yeah. had to just remove it. Uh, but you just get, you know, people who are maybe just a little more unpleasant than you'd hope for. So I guess that's a win. To be fair, to be fair, um, I have not had a really unpleasant, salty experience yet. Like, nobody's, like, cussed at me or been like, you son of a bitch, you high-rolled me again. It's because you're not I'll playing Iceland. next time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have been had people, like, you know, a, a bit unhappy about the way things happened, but not, like, anyway. I just want to say that because we're on a lot of critical things, but... It's yeah. been pretty good so far. No, I, I think your hero selection is going to have a big influence on people's response to you, which I've noticed that in real life as well. So I think that's just part of it. Yeah, totally. I, in which I totally understand also. But um, my other kind of concern is, so it seems to be okay now Right. But as this again grows and when like a new set happens and the meta is like new, how much is Talishar going to influence things? Right. Like, are we going to solve the meta like way quicker? Like the coolest thing that has been happening in Flesh and Blood just in the recent bit is that uh, Uprising comes out. Uh, RTNs are like mixed and the pro quest happens, you know, we've just had this kind of like evolving meta and then prism LLs and, uh, you know, has started kind of a change in the meta again. So we've had this, like, even though uprising has been out for quite a while, it has been really having large changes in it. And that has been really awesome and i wonder what it's like when the next set comes out for the next competitive season and talishar is now a thing that's on everybody's mind and what that does to the games you know the meta that for for the next season you know um before we dive into this i want to ask you guys so as far as I know, there's no like aggregate data, right? Like you can see the win percentage of each hero, but you can't see like, uh, you know, Azalea has the highest win percentage and the Azalea decks running Fane Death have the highest win percentage and, you know, or whatever, like consolidated and with enough information for everybody to like deduce the best hero yet. Right. So um, while it does offer everyone a platform to test, uh, it doesn't provide the community with like consolidated aggregate data on lists performance. Right. Uh, I think you need the. Well, I, I think the only thing like that ties like a list to the data is if you have the list on February and then if you have the link to that list and then you could see results, I believe. Um, 
and maybe some stats on it. It's weird. I just I'm, I'm on the reporting like the stats page for the heroes, and I clicked on Viscerai, and the card details. The number one win rate card is a yellow Ravenous Rabble. So I don't quite know if that's like working or how this is set up um, or what these. Uh, numbers even mean so i think there's still a lot to be uh kind of developed as far as the data collection and analysis side which i you know i would assume is going to be one of the more complicated uh things to uh look at but um you know i i don't know if it's like something where you can be that concerned one it's like who are these people Who's playing on here? Is it the best players in the world? We already know. You know, I mean, I guess Brendan plays on here. Tarek plays on here. Other people, you know, good players are playing on here that are notable in the competitive scene. But there's also just a bunch of other people. So I don't know if it's... Yeah, I, I'm I'm curious. I think that's just something we're going to have to see what influence it does have. Because for me, you know, the numbers at least, you know, the win rates of what heroes are doing well on Talishar right now doesn't really match exactly with what my locals are playing. So it's not really going to affect me personally. Um, <clears throat> and I think there's going to be more... I'm just going to have to see. I mean, there'd have to be a lot more people playing on here, I think, to really generate the kind of influence it might have. But then again, I think that it's not ever going to be the full picture. But for a tool to collect data and kind of see things, I think it could be really useful. But again, like Taylor said, that, that, that could have like a backlash to it. Taylor, how do you feel about this? Well, I mean, it, 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 I mean, getting to see who everybody is playing and who has like the most wins, um, you know, is kind of, I don't know, slightly telling you know, like the uh, number of plays between Briar and Viscerai are like, you know, relatively close, but Viscerai like edges Briar out in the number of wins, you know, et cetera. So just like, uh, I don't think it's at that state now. You know what I mean? And uh, I know that the developers have been, they're like pretty cognizant of all of the like, um, concerns people have and they you know thankfully are people who play the game and understand how the 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 community around it so i don't know if it'll get um you know too detailed in that sort of thing but it, it is something i think worth mentioning to be you know wary of and that's mainly just because like you know we love this game so much and don't want it to be, um, you know, harmed in any way. So. Yeah. I, I mean, I come from a place of like, you know, I like I'll preface by saying, I'm like really glad I have this tool to jam games to like casually test, um, especially living rurally. And I don't even go to armories. Um, so the only way I get to play games or test is lining up, uh, you know, TTS in the Discord or in our Discord or whatever, which it was fine. But um, 
having this tool is like really, really invaluable to me personally. And I'm very grateful that it exists and, um, you know, thank the developers very much for their, you know, uh, their selfless time investment in this thing that they did not have to make. So that's all great. Right. But, uh, I just kind of have the, I guess an old school mentality where I wish we lived in a world where this client didn't exist. I also wish like TTS didn't exist because I very much enjoy, like you're talking about kind of like satellite metas or like different groups developing their own strategies or lists or texts. And then like coming together at Road to Nat season or the Pro Tour or whatever it may be, and then testing them against each other. And then all this data comes out about who's playing what in this season. And then everybody goes home to their different testing teams and develops new cool things. And it it really makes the game and the meta like really, really much more interesting, right? Because if you know it was a a magic online client and it's the meta solved in you know two weeks after the release of every set then it's like literally you know uh everybody plays starvo or everybody plays chain or everybody plays you know like lightning briar or old him after you know what i mean it's just like would instantly be solved and frankly like quite boring um so you know, while it's a very good tool and everybody's having fun with it and the world, you know, the world we live in, uh, you know, these kind of things will exist, right? Like you can't just get rid of it because it'll be replaced. People still have TTS, you know, it's just, um, it's just the nature of, uh, card games now, like it is what it is and it's going to be that. So it, you know, might as well be this, uh, nice client we get to use. Um, I just hope that they don't, frankly, like release any data um, in order to preserve that the nature of the in-person card game that, you know, we all love partly because of, um, you know, how fun the the metas have been and how, Mm -hmm. how interesting it is to like drive to, you know, Portland and play in their meta with their locals and other people that have traveled and like see what they have to offer in their builds instead of just driving up there to be like, all right, I got eight Starvo mirrors in front of me. I hope I've practiced the Starvo mirror enough, you know, or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of my my take on it. Just stuck in the past, but trying to accept the uh, realities of <laughs> of the future. <clears throat> nice. Yeah. I, uh, I I I see your point. I definitely see the benefits of having data collection on this stuff and i also am a bit less concerned overall i think that's kind of my approach to data big data kind of stuff in general in regular life uh, as well but i do know that there is a kind of tipping point when it can become harmful and exploited exploitive um i don't really think that's at stake here at least not yet um i personally i think you know having the data for yourself having data on your own deck on your own plays yeah um, i think that's really valuable and i hope that they double down on that over like community-wide global data um, on everything i think it could be interesting to just have 
general stats, you know, it's like if you look right now, you know, what, Viserai has the most wins, but it's like since when? You know, since the whole, yeah. you know, since they started collecting data. So, like, that's not even a very valuable data point because the meta yeah. changes and the car, new cards come out and, you know, that's just going to shift um, and always have a weird bias to it. So I think if they kind of do it, uh, you know, if they keep it, uh, sorry, my dog's making weird noises. You okay down there? She's okay. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, I don't know. It, we'll, we'll have to see if the, the like more yeah. kind of like deep data mining um, kind of efforts go into it and what kind of they share from that. Um, I, I do agree that it would be nice to not, you know, try to actively spoil the effort of everyone and the kind of personal um, approach people have, which I don't think it will, you know, no matter what, it's like people, you tell people that Starvo is the best and you can't run a deck into this meta and that person's going to run whatever they want, you know, like people like the heroes they like and they're going to play what they want and they're going to have their own ideas, even in the face of like, you know, overwhelming data that shows that this hero is broken. And if you're not playing it, you're probably, you know, going to have a bad time. Um, so luckily at this stage in the game, people are more interested in playing or, you know, there's enough people that are more interested in playing what they want to play, uh, rather than what's the best deck. Um, and then everyone else, you know, is playing what they think is the best deck, but then Time and again, I feel like we're still surprised by things that come out. Um, I mean, yeah, I think we can just ignore the Starvo meta because there was no surprises there <clears throat> other than Kano coming in and just having a good time. Um, but that was more just like a, you know, just an amazing meta call uh, for that event. But yeah, I you know, like I said, the, the personal data I think is really cool. I, I don't even know how yeah. to process all of it. Um, looking at it because it's like, oh, you played this and you pitched this and that. And I'm just like, well, that does, you know, it's like all of that is so situational hand to hand, like what, what else I had in that hand. Yeah. Um, so I honestly, I think I'd be more interested in being able to like step back through a game I just played um, and being able to kind of like analyze it and maybe even like, you know, what if I could, after a game's over, maybe I can see what they had. And like, you know, if like there was like that yeah. kind of stuff where you could do more personal analysis, um, I think that would have the biggest benefit. Um, and I, you know, the kind of global data, uh, I think is going to be kind of in a weird spot unless they build out some like very, uh, uh, advanced tools for filtering and, you know, ranges of dates and, all this kind of stuff. So we'll, we'll have to see where it goes. Um, before you go to, I just did want to interject and maybe flesh and blood is like a more broad game strategically than magic or, you know, I understand they're very different games, but I think that magic did have an issue with their online client and like they would release all of the data and then their sets would be solved in two weeks. So I think that they actually had to dial it back and stop releasing all of the data from their client because it would just like ruin the the meta or the game. And it's possible that that would not happen with flesh and blood. But um, I just wanted to interject just to say that, that you know, there is like uh, 
you know, this has happened before or there is that concern. Hmm. So um, anyway, go ahead, Taylor. Oh, I was just going to say those are great points, Colin, and where I for sure would want to see the analytics go is, you know, towards the, the personal player for personal um, improvement. Um, you know, and so another thing I kind of thought about as well was I'm, I think the other major concern is, uh, will this detract from in-person play or does it add to in-person play? Right. So, uh, because of its convenience, do maybe I don't really need to go to the shop you know what I mean? Uh, or because it's so convenient, more people can access the game and then are inspired to go down to the shop. You know, I'm sure we will have some of both, but kind of where the tipping point goes, um, we we just don't know yet. So it could be a positive and a negative um, or neither. Yeah, I think if the former is the case, then that's like kind of the most, you know, whatever toxic or negative impact that uh, this client could have on the game. Because like I said before, mm -hmm. it's kind of like the antithesis of everything James White wants to promote. Um, so if it does end up being the case, that's uh, pretty, pretty horrible, right? Like pretty bad for um, the game we love and the community that's so great and like fairly unique and all of that. Uh, for me personally, um, it will not detract from me going to the shop or going to live tournaments because I very much enjoy those. However, it is possible that it will detract from like, you know, like Taylor and I won't get together to jam games because we've been jamming games enough lately. So we have that drive a little bit less, right? Like it's not like, mm -hmm. I mean, I haven't played Flesh and Blood in a while. Like I should you know, I should get Mitch over and we should, we should hang out and jam some games so far. Mitch and I still hang out and jam games, but you know, it's like, it won't be like, Oh, I've been so busy. I haven't got to play like, you know, um, I think for me personally, it won't take the place of that, like casual kitchen table socializing with your buddies. Um, because I at least attempt to make an effort to, uh, you know, like do those kinds of things in my life or still have that. But I can see how for me and or for a lot of people, it could slowly creep in, right? Because you could be on the line of like a bit burnt out on flesh and blood constantly from all your testing or jamming instead of, you know, regularly wishing you could play more. So mm -hmm. that could just have that broad impact that, you know, also would be really bad because it's like the worst part is if people literally didn't go to their LGSs as much, but, uh, you know, maybe equally as bad or like not quantifiable. It's just how much less people meet up as friends and play like privately or have those events. And, you know, maybe it won't have that effect at all, but you can definitely see it having that effect despite people's best intentions or effort. So I really hope that that is not the case. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm not 
<clears throat> super I, I'm over here I'm not concerned about anything uh, no but <laughs> I, I think just the impression I get from the people I know who play this game is like this is not a reason to not go to you know mm-hmm. the store and play um, if anything it it really is just a tool to fit in more games um, and if it and maybe for people who are traveling all around the LA area, you know, cause I think you can hit an armory almost every single night if you don't mind driving like multiple hours every day. And there are people who are doing that, you know, to, to grind, to get the uh, gnats or worlds or, you know, whatever the next, um, <clears throat> kind of invitation cutoff is for XP. Uh, you still need to go in person and do that. You know, you, if you want to qualify for these things, you have to go out and, yeah. Uh, play those games in person. And I still see a lot of people at Armory. You know, my local Armory honestly has been bigger the past couple weeks. Um, I didn't go this week because I was on a Fresh and Buds podcast. Check it out. Tommy Fresh, shout out. Pleasure talking Hell to yeah. you. Um, and uh, it's it's been, we've actually had like more people the past couple weeks. And I think that's largely because they are trying to get more XP. Um, so I think for a very small percentage of people, I think this client is exactly what they want. They don't want to have to go out in person. They don't want to have to buy all the cards. They're not interested in all these other things. And they just want to like play this game, which I think, you know, that's fine. I don't think it's actually going to hurt the bottom line for LSS. Um, yeah. You know, it is against the kind of ethos of the game, but we've had to deal with this since the pandemic. Cause we all just, most of us discovered this game during the pandemic, couldn't play in person for almost a year. Uh, and so we are kind of just stuck with that reality. And, uh, if I have to choose between this and, uh, TTS, I think I'm, I'm happy to move towards this. I think there are some elements of TTS that are a little bit more engaging as a player, um, just cause you're still doing the motions. Um, mm-hmm. and I think, uh, there are probably some things you might, develop some bad habits with uh talishar but for the most part i think you know it's not you know it's not like this replaces the game for me i don't have to like collect cards or go play with my friends anymore um and really just allows me to like i said sit in my bed at 11 30 and jam like a game before i go to bed and you know that's I'm, i'm pretty stoked on that for the most part uh but uh, and, uh, you know, on the other side, I do hope that maybe this allows some people an opportunity to learn to play um, mm-hmm. without investing too much time or money into it. I don't know if it's like the best uh, format for that, just because how things move so quickly. Um, maybe yeah. in the future there is like a kind of onboarding new player situation that is a bit more robust with explaining how things are going and maybe shortcutting a couple things because sometimes when you are passing priority on uh, dash who's loading every single item up and shooting you six times you're just like i just keep passing i've pressed space so many times um and then you know whoa man i messed up i should have not pressed it that time and i have to undo something um so i think there's some weird uh kind of gotchas that because it's so correct, you know, you're actually like, wait, when can I, 
when can I activate Quell? I don't actually know when I can do this. And do I activate it or does it just happen? Um, and, you know, like, oh, whoops, no, I just blocked with my uh, my sash instead, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> I think that, that that's some learning learning curves there, but for the most part, you know, I, I'm really not seeing this as like the, the thing that undercuts uh, the growth of the community. And I think it really, you know, just allows the people who are already playing a lot to just play even more. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's in this realm, in this thought realm, it's biggest uh, boon is that it just adds way more to the casual side of the game because you can play an infinite number of meaningless games. You know what I mean? And I do really love their challenges that they're doing. So if you don't follow them on the socials, uh, if you just go to talishar.net, it links you to all of the socials in the upper left, I think. And uh, so that's really great, right? Like right now it's Moonwish Sunkiss is one of their uh, challenges. And, and so I really, really value that because that has been one of my critiques a bit about flesh and blood is that there is no casual format or way to play the game and it's kind of just based on your community but then like you know somebody just shows up with the the pro tour winning deck and you're like bro we're playing 60 deck or like 60 cards in deck no majestics and you're just this is the deck you have you know or whatever so uh, not like that's a thing that's happening, but, you know, it could happen or whatever. So, um, yeah, that's one of the, I think, the really big positives uh, for this client. What yeah. do we call it? Is that what we're calling it? A client? I think that's the correct word. Browser game? <laughs> Flash <Website>. game? Yeah, website. <laughs> I actually, that was a good point, Colin. I actually prefer TTS because of doing the motions, you know. Um, no knock on Talishar.net. It's like, it's very well designed. And the like ingenious kind of, like you said, the Quell thing, how Quell is just offline, except if you kind of like think it might be coming up in this turn, you just, just queue it on and then it'll ask you if you need to Quell every time it comes up but then you can queue it off. So then every turn you don't have to pass the quell thing. Um, you know, so they've come up with some really, really ingenious ways. Is that of, what that uh, little diamond is? Yeah. yeah. You click that. Oh. And then yeah. So you, if you're going to want to yeah. use it, you click the pink diamond on and Dude. then after you take damage, it'll ask you if you want to use it. So yeah. then you use it. I think I did that. Otherwise leave it off. I think yeah, I did yeah, that by accident that it came. I was like, oh, it's working now. I was like, cool. I don't know what I did. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, so yeah. anyway, there you go. Hottelishar.net tip for new players. Oh, yeah. I'm ready for but, yeah, I add one I for, do. for Storm Striders too. Oh, God. Is they need one for Storm Striders. Well, you just activate that in any of the windows you have to pass anyway. I know, but it continually asks you if you want to activate Storm Striders. It doesn't have the diamond on it? Really? I thought that was just with creepers. Nope. You don't just cue Storm Striders like a normal card in a window. It like prompts you. It like every time you have priority, if your tunic is charged, 
or you're running Storm Striders, it asks you if you would like to play an instant, do something. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's not specifically Storm Striders though. It's any instant. Yeah, but Storm Striders doesn't have a diamond to turn it off. Yeah, yeah. I got, I'm used to playing with Dromai, so we digress. But I'm used to playing with Dromai where you have like furnace and the sleeves and an instant in hand. So it's like always online. Dude. Gotcha. I just, I see I just learned so much. This is gonna it's just make, in the instant. <laughs> this is going to make my life so much better. Because every time it's like, oh, do you want to activate furnace? You're like, no, dude, it's not my turn. <laughs> <laughs> I get what you mean. If you have a possible instant to activate, it gives you a yeah. window to activate an instant. But sometimes I want that to like pitch to furnace or whatever. So True. I leave it on. You can turn that off though. But then you miss your window when you want yep. it. It's not for Storm Striders. And I would like there to be a diamond for Storm Striders. <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. Okay. So put a diamond on everything. Yeah. Turn them on or off. Only turn know, it whatever. on if their life goes below this number. And now I can use my Storm Striders. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. To, uh, to enforce my self-control. But yeah, I mean, for striders yet. They're, they're very <laughs> open to, you know, uh, feature requests. Uh, I know that they just recently yeah. announced a uh, commentator mode where if both players right. select it, uh, spectators can see hands and arsenals so that for streaming games, you can kind of commentate with the full information, which I think is pretty cool. Um, and it seems like they are, you know, actively... <laughs> building up those kind of tools for the community and if there's like fixes and stuff like that that would benefit um yeah uh the players i think they're they're very open to that i think right now the biggest problem for me is like there's so many options in the <laughs> there's so many options in the main the menu to like turn things on and off that like i don't even bother looking at them and also for whatever Same. i don't know if my computer screen's just absolutely gigantic which it kind of is but like if I'm at a hundred percent, all the cards are like this big <laughs> and like, there's like, like a literal foot of space between mine and theirs. And it's just like, I have to zoom in super hard and then things get a little wonky uh, at a certain point. But, um, that's a, that's a small gripe. I, I make it work and it's, Oh yeah. That's the best new player tip. If you hit control plus or minus, it zooms in or out on Talishar because yeah. when you just queue it up, it may be like kind of unplayable. So I like mm. zoom in and out as the game goes on, but it never like tells you that or whatever, but isn't anyway. that just, that's a browser thing, right? Yeah, yeah. totally. <clears throat> I just, yeah. uh, okay. You just load, or at least for me, you just load your first game and you're like, this is like kind of crowded or weird, Yeah, you know? I mean, for the most and part, I'm not zooming in on websites. You know, I think that's like, yeah <laughs> for people of a certain age uh who need to uh you know increase the text size uh no no shade i think it's just not not us yet <laughs> yeah exactly i don't have to increase any text size well your computer screen's anything. too small man okay <laughs> come on dude it's not about the size <laughs> One thing that we did touch on that uh, I think is really positive is that like it ticks your tunic up for you and like it do it automates a lot of things that when you're in a real life game, you have to not miss your triggers and uh, 
other things like that, like, uh, you know, your embodiments of lightning or earth or whatever, it does it for you regularly. But so that because it does that, the game is still played competitively uh, in person. You still have to play the game in person to have those habits. And I think that is a really positive uh, thing for the game that makes Talishar a addition to flesh and blood, which is uh, the best place it could be rather than a replacement. Right. And uh, that's like all we can really, I mean, that's what I uh, hope that the lane it stays in is, um, you know, an addition and they're doing a great job. You know, I know I, we have been talking about concerns and that sort of thing, but, you know, I am using it and it is way better than TTS for me personally. And, uh, it's, uh, it's a great addition to the game and is making things, uh, less stressful Yeah, in a certain way. Yeah. That's why I prefer TTS. Like I said, cause you do have to tick your tunic or you like move the cards around physically and stuff. I think that's all better. But like I said, you just can't queue up an opponent on TTS in it. The games take a bit longer because of the the clunk factor but yeah and the other thing you said yeah i i mean i don't this is never going to replace the game right because yeah. the the tournament and prize support from lss is just like massive yeah and there there's no you know without lss behind them and supporting their tournaments or you know their prizing right. or whatever it's just like there's it's never going to replace it unless LSS like went all in with them, yeah. um, which I don't think they will. So uh, at least there's, you know, that concern I think is uh, meritless. Yeah. And that's, I, I think it's very clear. It's not their intention <clears throat> to detract mm-hmm. at all. Like they really are in support of the community. A lot of the developers, um, you know, I recognize from other discords um, mm-hmm. and they are, they're out here doing doing a great job. I, I also I joined their Patreon because I was like, you know what, I'm using this a lot. I'm sure the yeah. server costs are going to get horrendous as it gets uh, more popular. And you know, as a person who does you know development for uh, a living, I don't uh, envy them the time and effort and money, yeah. um, the sunk costs that have gone into this thing that they have built for us. So. Uh, yeah. I, I've jumped on that. I'm, I'm very happy to support them. And I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure I'm like fully converted to fabrary.net as well. I think the stats for your deck alone make it worth it. But then the results kind of stats for your playing on Talishar, just like that together. Um, they're also like updating things and making it better. Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm in their ecosystem and I'm, I'm having a great time. Hell yeah. And, and they're so good about updating the spoiler cards you know, in a gallery to look at and uh, easily reference for content creators more so than the uh, main Flesh and Blood website. So I also really appreciate that uh, little nugget in there for February. And yeah, huge, huge thank you to the developers. I mean, what a cool part place we are in the history of the game where we have gotten to this point of massive people where somebody, a group of people have come together and they're like, 
hey, I'm like making this thing. And then somebody's like, well, this thing's pretty cool. I think I'll help out. Oh, yeah, I could help out, too. And now we have this addition to the game that is uh, improving, you know, the the player base itself. And so it's just a really cool time and moment in a thing that has like grassroots happened, you know, Um, it's awesome. I think it's so cool. Hell yeah. Yep. Sounds like the Attack Action Podcast gives a big <clears throat> thumbs up. Green thumb. We approve. <laughs> nice. I just checked my reputation. I have a 99 reputation. I don't want to brag. Oh, you can check your own reputation? Yeah, if you're logged in, you go to your profile. I better have 100%. I've never fucking done any. Well, anyway. you, you start at 75 and you go up if they okay. like you. So I've just literally never quit or antagonized anybody. So well, maybe that you just, know of. <laughs> <laughs> There's no actual qualifier for giving someone a thumbs down, so you can just troll people that way too. Totally. Or like if you beat somebody, you can get a thumbs down. So exactly. Yeah. Everyone who beats me gets a thumbs awesome. down. <laughs> 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 <What a jerk. laughs> uh, yeah, asshole. you can you can definitely find me on Talishar. I'm just player one or player two. <laughs> me too. Yeah, I have not. Nice, we have the same tagline. <laughs> yeah, totally. Weird. <laughs> I'm Chonikman, just like on Discord. If it's Oh, there. you're not Tasty Town, that's what I assumed. No, that's that's only Twitter, because someone else says Chonikman. Oh, right. It's name like Cynthia. Cynthia Honigman or something. If you're, if you're listening, Cynthia, just give me the, just give it to me. Yeah. You, you've never, <laughs> just you've give never it up already. <laughs> you're following one person and you have zero followers. <laughs> Chris, no, it's Christy. A waste of the Chonigman tag. <laughs> Christy Honigman. Uh, like, I, don't, I don't even know. There's not that many Honigmans, and I have no idea who this person is. It's wild to me. It's a big world, I suppose. It's not, a, it's not, a, it's not, a, it's not a last name that you see very much. Anyways, it's fine. Christy, hit me up. <laughs> Slide into my DMs on, at Tasty Town. At Tasty Town. I'm here waiting to get this <laughs> this uh, Twitter handle. Either make use of your account or like pass it along to the next, you know, Chonic Men. Dude, the best part about this. All right. Sorry. This is the biggest detour. It says her, there's so, nothing on her profile. And it says, follow my active Twitter account at CL Honigman. And then there's, it says this account doesn't exist when you click on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh god i'm never gonna get it i need to petition uh twitter amazing directly. yeah email twitter yeah leon musk let me have my <laughs> let me have my handle <clears throat> great well thanks everybody for listening this has been the reaction step our youtube show if you're listening on the podcast feed uh thank you as well and follow us on socials um leg tap the subscribe thing and head jab the button you know and then uh blackout kick the ratings and reviews you know what i'm saying so and yes i know that's not the real combo line okay don't at me i did it out of sequence i know what it, it really is so it's fine anyway thank you for listening and we'll see you in the next episode yep. goodbye bye
Bye. Bye. Bye, Christy. <laughs> Thanks, Christy, for your support of our show. Totally. Number one on Patreon. Join our Patreon. <laughs> you need to give me your Twitter handle and join our Patreon. <laughs> 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 <laughs>